to the Very Well Mind podcast. We've interviewed over 100 authors, experts, entrepreneurs, athletes, musicians, and others to help you learn strategies to care for your mental health. This episode is hosted by psychotherapist and best-selling author Amy Morin. Now let's get into the episode. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength strategy that will help fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. Today, I'm talking about something that a lot of you have asked me to address. How do you stop comparing yourself to other people? Before we start talking about how to stop comparing yourself and how to stop resenting other people's success, let's talk about what it means to compare yourself to others and why it's so harmful to do. Because sometimes it makes sense to actually compare yourself. After all, how do you know if you're good at something unless you have a sense of whether most people are better or worse than you are? You might think finishing a marathon in three days is a great time until you learn that some people run 26 miles in less than three hours. Comparing your score, your time, or your grades to other people can give you a sense of how you're doing. But we often compare ourselves in unhelpful ways too. We look at someone who's really attractive and think, I could never be like that. Or when someone tells us about their latest vacation with a big group of friends, we start thinking about how our lives aren't nearly as fun or fulfilling as theirs. Comparing yourself to someone else can cause you to quickly think that you somehow don't measure up. You might start thinking everyone else is happier, healthier, and wealthier than you are. The more you think about how well other people are doing, the more you might start thinking about how unhappy, unhealthy, and financially strapped you feel. Your comparisons can take a serious toll on your well-being. In fact, I wrote an entire chapter about social comparison in my book, 13 Things Mentally Strong Women Don't Do. I put this topic in the women's book because there's some evidence that women might compare themselves to others even more than men do. For example, in one study, researchers examined what happened to people as they look at attractive individuals on social media. They found that when women look at beautiful women, they're much more likely to think something like, I could never look like that. But when men look at attractive men, they're more likely to think, I could look like that someday if I tried. Men assumed that by working out or by making a few changes, they had the power to improve their appearance. Women, on the other hand, felt hopeless about their ability to look better. So based on this particular study, social comparisons might be more problematic for women. But this study was based on appearance. Of course, we know men compare themselves too. And men's social comparisons are more likely to involve money. Men might feel bad about themselves when they see a man who has a higher income, a more expensive car, or a fancier place to live. So both men and women often feel insecure. And those insecurities are likely to surface when you start thinking about how you don't quite measure up to everyone else. And comparing ourselves to other people can quickly lead to envy. And envy can lead to resentment. Here's the difference between envy and resentment. Envy is when you think, you have what I want. Resentment involves thinking, you have what I want and I don't want you to have it. When you see someone who has something that you want, you might find yourself thinking about all the reasons why that person doesn't deserve those things. Let's say you hear about your friend who got a promotion. You might start thinking about all the reasons why you should get a promotion. Maybe you work hard or you bring a lot of value to your company. If those kinds of thoughts make it hard to be happy for your friend, you're experiencing envy. 
If you then start thinking about why your friends shouldn't be promoted, like they're always late for work or they just kiss up to the boss, then you've crossed the line into resentment. Resentment causes people to feel bitter and angry. And no one ever says, you know what I like about her? She's so resentful of everyone else. It doesn't work like that. It's hard to be around people who are resentful. It's a topic I cover in my first book, 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do. They don't resent other people's success. That's because resentment will quickly drain you of the mental strength that you need to live your best life. But envy can be damaging too. Studies show that envying people on social media is directly linked to depression. The more time you spend scrolling through images of happy, beautiful people who are sharing their awesome lives, the more likely you are to feel bad about your own life. Of course, though, social media isn't the only place that this plays out. You might also compare yourself to your siblings, your friends, and your colleagues in real life, too. Before we dive into what to do about comparison, I just want to address the listener out there who's going to insist that comparisons are actually helpful. Because sometimes people assume that a downward social comparison provides a much-needed boost to the ego. A downward comparison is when you look at someone less fortunate and remind yourself that at least you're doing better than they are. For example, you might compare yourself to one friend and think about how much better off they're doing. Let's say they have more money than you do. So you start feeling bad and thinking about it. So in an effort to make yourself feel better, you might then think about a friend who's struggling financially more than you are. Like that friend who had to move back in with their parents after a divorce because they can't afford an apartment. Thinking, well, at least I'm not as bad off as that person will make you feel better for a second. But research shows this isn't a good long-term strategy. Downward social comparisons eventually make us feel worse. After all, no one finds inner peace or long-term happiness by scoffing at other people's misfortune. I have to say, I'm yet to meet anyone who says, you know why I feel so good about my eating habits as an adult? It's because when I was a kid, I didn't want to eat my broccoli, and my parents reminded me that there were hungry kids in the world who would love to have eaten that broccoli. Trying to use other people's hardships to make ourselves feel better or to change our behavior just doesn't work in the long term. Instead, true happiness and inner peace comes from being happy with who you are, regardless of what other people are doing. So how do you make that happen? Well, here are five strategies that can help you stop those comparisons that lead to resentment. Number one, remind yourself that you're comparing apples to oranges. Whenever you catch yourself thinking about whether someone else is better than you, Take a deep breath and remember, comparing two completely different things just isn't helpful. There's a popular quote that often gets attributed to Einstein. Einstein didn't say it, and I don't know who actually did, but it goes like this. Everyone is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing it's stupid. Keep that in mind. Comparing your skills or qualities to someone else's isn't fair and it's not helpful. Everyone has their own set of skills, knowledge, life experience, and genetics that are different from yours. Number two, create your own definition of success. When you have a clear definition of success, you won't be frustrated by people who are trying to reach their definition of success. If you decide that getting a B on a test is success, and then you get that B, it won't matter to you whether your friend got an A or a C. You'll stay focused on what you want to accomplish and be less affected by others who are accomplishing their goals. Number three, look at other people as opinion holders, not your competitors. When you think of other people as your direct competition, you'll always believe that their success somehow takes away your chances of success. 
But if you change your mindset to see that someone who's doing well has information that you could benefit from, then you'll be able to learn from them, not compete with them. Studies show when you stop thinking, this person is better than me, and you remind yourself, this person has information that could benefit me, you'll feel and do much better. Number four, celebrate other people's success. That could include anything from congratulating a stranger on Facebook to throwing a party for a family member who reached a goal. Even if you experience a twinge of jealousy, practice genuinely celebrating somebody else. When you act happy for someone, as opposed to acting jealous, the feelings will often follow. After all, your goal is to feel good about who you are as a person, and no one ever feels good about themselves when they're tearing other people down. But when you're kind and generous, you'll have more reasons to feel good about you. And that's the key to putting an end to comparisons. When you feel good about who you are, you'll no longer depend on other people to boost your self-worth. And number five, compare yourself to who you were yesterday. You're really only in competition with yourself. And when you begin to look at your own progress and how far you've come, you'll see that it doesn't matter how much progress other people are making. But I know it's tough to do this. But if you can just find one area of your life to start, it gets easier. For me, this came with running. Almost every day I run a mile as fast as I can and I time myself. I work on getting faster today than I was yesterday. I have no desire to run a race against anyone else. I'm not trying to beat someone who can run faster than me. I'm just competing against myself and I love it. It reminds me that I'm also not competing against anyone else in other areas of my life. So look for an opportunity to compete against yourself in your own life and it'll help you stay focused on becoming better, not beating everyone else. So those are five strategies that can help you stop comparing yourself to the people around you. I hope these strategies help you stop comparing yourself to other people. Remind yourself it's not helpful to compare apples and oranges. Create your own definition of success. Look at other people as opinion holders, not competitors. Celebrate other people's success and only compete against yourself. Thank you for listening to the Very Well Mind podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share the episode with your friends and family and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more about the Very Well Mind podcast, you can head to verywellmind.com slash podcasts.